Welcome to this edition of the Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is episode number 90 of the podcast. In this edition of the podcast, I'm going to be talking about Milwaukee Brewers outfielder Christian Yelich signing a nine-year, $215 million extension to remain a Milwaukee Brewer for the foreseeable future. Two years ago, Yelich was traded and was a really nice player with the Miami Marlins, and now he's an MVP and he has two batting titles as a member of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is why Baseball is such a unique sport. No other sport has guys like this rise in year six and year seven of their career. Here are Christian Yelich's first five years with the Marlins. He had 59 home runs. He had a 290 batting average. Solid player and a really good defender. But in his two years with the Milwaukee Brewers, he has 80 home runs, a 327 batting average. He's made two all-star appearances, an MVP, and oh, by the way, he's won two batting titles. Christian Yelich is a real example about why those prime years of a player's career really matters. Because in year 26 and 27, he took it to the next level. Now in year 28, he signed a nine-year, $215 million contract. He went from being just another guy who was pretty good to being inarguably a top three player in the game. And when the Brewers acquired him, they also acquired Lorenzo Cain. And I think many people thought Lorenzo Cain was the bigger signing. No, it turns out, no. It turns out, trading for that 26-year-old outfielder in his prime turned out to be the better move here. Because while Kane is a really good player, he is past his prime a little, and Christian Yelich is just in those prime years. That's why it's invaluable for the Brewers to have an outfielder like Christian Yelich, because that's what can happen in baseball. All of a sudden, Christian Yelich at age 26 and 27 can become the premier player of the National League. In his first five seasons, the player comparison I would make is to, like, Nick Marcakis, a solid outfielder who might make an all-star game. The last two years, he's played like Mike Trout. I also think another thing that surprised a lot of people is that out of the talent that the Marlins traded during that run, JT Relamunto, John Carlos Stanton, Marcelo Zuna, it's Christian Yelich who has become the best complete player of that bunch. I mean, Stanton has been injured since then, but he had a solid first year with the Yankees, but his impact on that club is questionable. JT Relamunto is supposed to be the absolute best catcher in baseball. I don't think he lived up to that hype in his first year in Philadelphia. And Marcelo Suna is a solid RBI guy, but he's he hasn't reached that star level that many people, including myself, thought he might reach. Christian Yelich, out of that list of former Marlins, is the only one who is a complete cl- player. He is great with batting average, two batting titles. He's developed into a home run hitter. He's a really good defensive center fielder, and he is the absolute face of the franchise for his team right now, the Brewers. JT Rilamuto is not the face of the Phillies. Giancarlo Stanton is not the face of the Yankees. He's been upstaged by Aaron Judge and even Labor Torres. Right now, when you talk about the Milwaukee Brewers, you cannot even have a conversation without mentioning the name Christian Yelich. All those angry Marlin fans that were mad that they traded Giancarlo Stanton after giving him a 13-year deal, the one they really should have been mad about was Christian Yelich because he was affordable and 
he was just about to enter his prime years of playing baseball. Think about this. Christian Yelich has become so good that there are people who think $215 million isn't enough for Yelich. The reason the deal isn't massive $300 million contract is because Yelich has two more years on his current contract with a team option. Christian Yelich had absolutely no leverage here. He also doesn't come off as somebody who wants to break the bank and ruin the Brewers' chances of being a competitor. I think when it comes to a smaller market team like the Milwaukee Brewers, I think it matters to Christian Yelich that they can remain a contender and spend on some other players. Can we be honest for a second? Why would Christian Yelich want to leave? I just told you about those first five years with the Marlins. He goes to a new place. He wins an MVP. He wins two batting titles. I bet he's thinking in his mind, this is the perfect situation. I have the chance to be the best Milwaukee Brewer since Robin Yount. Or again, there's Prince Fielder after that. And there's Ryan Braun. But he has a real chance to be a better Brewer than both of those two individuals. I think he comes off as kind of like a Mike Trout-like guy. Like he doesn't care about the publicity. I don't know that much personally about Christian Yelich. The headlines aren't all about him. He's in a smaller market like Milwaukee. I don't think he wants the limelight of being a Dodger or being a Yankee or even being a Met for that matter. We are in the era of the quiet baseball superstar guy who's not A-Rod. He's not all up in your face publicity dating famous people. They're not in your face. Christian Yelich is a quiet superstar. Mike Trout is a quiet superstar. Even Mookie Betts is a quiet superstar. I don't know if that's good or bad for the game, but that's the list that Christian Yelich is currently on, and Milwaukee seems to be the perfect place for a guy like Christian Yelich. And it's also good for baseball, because we don't have to for the next three years wonder if Christian Yelich is going to join the New York Yankees or the Boston Red Sox or whoever is going to be willing to pay him a massive contract because that can be tiresome. We almost forget how good a guy is doing with his current team when we're just wish thinking that he joins our team. I mean, he's made a name for himself with the Milwaukee Brewers, especially in September 2018 where he basically became Mr. September. Here are Christian Yelich's stats for September of 2018. He hit 350 with 10 home runs and 30 free RBIs, lifting the Milwaukee Brewers into the playoffs, and they were a 97-win team that year. That's the moment he proved he can be a franchise-level, lift-your-team-into-the-playoffs type of superstar. The type of guy that Albert Pujols was with the St. Louis Cardinals. It didn't care who else was on the Cardinals, but you knew if Albert Pujols was there, he was going to get that team to the postseason no matter what. And after the whole Ryan Braun steroid fiasco, it's pretty good that the Brewers have been able to find another superstar replacement. I mean, when a star player and a franchise like that connect on some way, that's rare and unique. And that's what I think Yelich has with the Milwaukee Brewers. I was thinking of a comparison for Christian Yelich. Like a guy who was really solid, then joined another team and immediately won an MVP and became one of the best players in baseball. And the name that came to my mind was Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson was a really solid player for the Oakland A's. He was even on some few playoff teams, but he wasn't a household name until he was traded to the Toronto Blue Jays, and he became a monster, winning an MVP and becoming one of the very best players in the game of baseball. I mean, Yelich and Donaldson were not household names before they were traded. Yelich gets traded to the Brewers, he wins an MVP. Donaldson traded from the A's, 
series to the Blue Jays, he wins an MVP. They became superstar level baseball players. That's how these smaller market teams like the Blue Jays and Brewers have to find their superstars. They can either draft them or trade for them. They do not, like the Blue... The Brewers in the open market cannot get a player of Christian Yelich's caliber in free agency, but they traded for him. He was a solid player, and now he's developed into a superstar level player. The Brewers need Christian Yelich more than Christian Yelich needs the Brewers because they cannot keep all of their star players. They had to let Mike Mustakas go. They couldn't pay him that. They had to let Yasmani Grandal go. He's too much for that. They needed a face of the franchise guy who's going to be there year in and year out because there will be different groups of players for the Milwaukee Brewers. They are not a rich enough team to be able to pay their entire core group of players big contracts. They need to give one guy a massive contract and build around him and they will have to rely on Christian Yelich this year more than any other year and I think he's definitely up for the task. Still have Lorenzo Kane. He needs to have a bounce back season. They have Josh Hader. Again, he's going to be worn out by how much usage he's had over the past two seasons. But again, they will be without Mike Mustagas, a big bat for them last year. Again, without Yasmani Grandal, who's one of the best catchers in the National League last year, they will be relying on Christian Yelich this season to be an MVP. And he will definitely live up to the hype of being that. But is that enough for him to carry them to the postseason? My answer to that is I wouldn't bet against it. He's had two of the best seasons to begin a start as a Milwaukee Brewer, and he has been at his hottest each of the past two Septembers. Before his injury last season that ended his year, he was on pace for another hot September. Christian Yelich is Mr. September, which is when the Brewers will likely need him most next season. I also want to point this out, even though this sounds a little negative, I think this needs to be said. Listen, these deals to keep these guys in these smaller markets sound great at first. Like Christian Yelich signing a nine-year, $250 million deal to remain a Milwaukee Brewer is great, and it's absolutely the move the Brewers needed to make. It looks good publicly. Christian Yelich is looking like he's loyal, like he's going to remain a Brewer, but there needs to be a warning. These deals can turn bad, and they can turn bad really bad, really fast, and when you least expect it. Look at Nolan Arenado. He is about to enter year two of his massive contract extension with the Colorado Rockies, and he wants out of Colorado. He is upset that the team is not able to compete year in and year out. And the answer to his question is, they are not able to compete year in and year out because they are giving him so much of their money. I mean, this issue has been happening since the Texas Rangers overpaid for Alex Rodriguez. If you give so much money to one player and you're a smaller market team like the Texas Rangers, how are you going to build a baseball team good enough to compete around him? One player cannot win a World Series. I mean, look at the situation. It's kind of similar. Arenado was a top-tier player in the National League. Gold Glove caliber had all the tools. The Rockies were a competitive team, and now two years later, he wants out. I'm not saying Christian Yelich is going to want out in year one or year two or even year three or year 
or four, but at some point, the Milwaukee Brewers will not be a solid, really good baseball team during this nine-year run. And will Christian Yelich be able to stick it out? Like, if the Milwaukee Brewers are winning 69 games one season, where is that frustration going to go? It's going to probably go to him wanting out of there. Arenado got eight years, 255. Christian Yelich got nine years, 215. Again, maybe Christian Yelich isn't the kind of outspoken guy who would request a trade. Maybe he is just a, I'm going to play baseball with the Milwaukee Brewers for the next nine years, no matter what. But once you get that money and you're not winning, that's when the real question is going to come in. If the Milwaukee Brewers are not competing and again, that's a big if. Maybe they have become a really good franchise. They have become a solid franchise. Maybe they can compete for the playoffs each of the next nine years. But if there's a year in the middle of that where the Milwaukee Brewers are bad, is Christian Yelich going to want out of the Milwaukee Brewers? Because in a weird way, it seems like baseball has gone to this really weird place where the smaller market teams are willing to pay their best players an enormous sum of money while the bigger market teams are cautious of spending. Look at the Red Sox trading away Mookie Betts. The Cubs want to trade away Chris Bryant. The Colorado Rockies signed Nolan Arenado to a huge extension and the Brewers signed Christian Yelich to a huge extension. That way baseball has kind of gone backwards. Look at the San Diego Padres. Each of the last two off seasons before this year, they signed Eric Hosmer, then they signed Manny Machado. It's those smaller market teams spending, spending, spending so that they can remain relevant. And again, those smaller market teams like the Brewers and Rockies trying to keep their one superstar signed there for the next decade. The Red Sox and Cubs are willing to let theirs go because they know they have an infinite source of money where they can find the next guy. But fans' expectations of those teams aren't that way. Like, for instance, if the Milwaukee Brewers lost Christian Yelich to the New York Yankees, the, the Brewers' fans wouldn't be mad with the Milwaukee Brewers, but the Red Sox letting Mookie Betts go, there has been some serious outrage about that move. Then you have the Cleveland Indians, whose biggest question is, are they going to give all of their money to Francisco Lindor? And it looks like the answer to that is no. They're also putting him out on the trade market. I think the Milwaukee Brewers 100% should sign Christian Yelich to this extension. I think it's the right move, and the fact that it's happened is right. He's gone there, in the first two seasons, he has been an MVP and won two batting titles. And the same thing for the Colorado Rockies. They should want to sign Nolan Arenado to that massive extension. Because I feel like those mid-level market teams need that star player that resonates. Like, they need a face of the franchise. The Milwaukee Brewers need a Christian Yelich that year in and year out, you know you're going to get something great out of Christian Yelich. The Rockies need a Nolan Arenado. They need year in and year out we're going to have a guy who's going to be a top-tier player in baseball that's entertaining. And year in and year out, we're going to try to compete around that guy. And whether or not Nolan Arenado wants to remain a member of our team, we need to sign him to this deal right now. I also think the Cleveland Indians should try really hard and try to keep Francisco Lindor because it's so hard for these teams to find that superstar player who wants to be 
the face of your franchise. I think Francisco Lindor wants to be the face of the Cleveland Indians. Nolan Arenado, at least for the time, wanted to be the face for the Rockies. And Christian Yelich wants to be the face of the Milwaukee Brewers. And if you have that guy who's that talented, wants to be the face of your franchise, how can you say no to that? Whether or not the Milwaukee Brewers make three more playoff appearances in the next 11 seasons with Yelich, or they make seven, it doesn't matter. This is the move that needed to be made, and it needed to be made right now, because right now, Christian Yelich wants to be a Milwaukee Brewer for life. Take advantage of the fact that Christian Yelich wants to be a Brewer, because a lot of those other guys I talked about, I don't even know if they want to be with those teams. I have no idea if Chris Bryant wants to be a Cub. I mean, he just went to arbitration with them to try to get his free agency up a year. Doesn't seem to me like a guy who wants to be a Cub. Mookie Betts, we had no idea if he wanted to be a Red Sox, so they traded him. Take advantage of the fact that Christian Yelich is probably the second best player in baseball, and he wants to be on your team for the foreseeable future. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. He wants to be there. He's willing to take less than what he's worth, because let's be honest, if he were in the open market, Christian Yelich would get somewhere between $300 and $350 million. Like, if he was a free agent right now, but circumstances were, he signed a team-friendly deal when he was a Marlin, so he's not getting that opportunity. You're not You're not getting a team friendly deal. Like $215 million is not team friendly, but it is less than what he's worth. He's willing to do that for you to be a Milwaukee Brewer. They took advantage of that fact. That's what it should be for these teams. If Christian Yelich wants to be a Brewer, make it happen. Down the road, if it doesn't work out, which by the way, I think it will 100% work out because I think that's the type of player Christian Yelich is, but in the rare case it doesn't work out, you can trade Christian Yelich. That's a That's a contract that can easily be traded, in my opinion. For Christian Yelich's career moving forward, what I'm most excited about is this battle for the best player in the National League. I think it's between him and Cody Bellinger. Mike Trout owns the American League, but there is a real battle going out here for the National League. Yelich won an MVP, then the next year Bellinger won an MVP. Which of these two players is going to be definitively the best player in the American League? And it's probably going to come down with which one of them can win a World Series title faster. Listen, Bellinger might get that opportunity sooner because his team just traded for Mookie Betts. So now you have Betts and Bellinger. That could really up Bellinger's statistics also. I mean, the group around Yelich is changing so quickly. There's no more Jesus Aguilar, who two years ago looked like he was going to be a monster out there. There's no more Grandal. There's no more Mike Moustakis. Hopefully, Ryan Braun on his last year under contract with the Milwaukee Brewers has one last great season before it's all over for his career with the Brewers. I mean, they did add Justin Smoke, who when he's on, is a really good power hitter. And they added Avicel Garcia, who had a really good season last year with the Tampa Bay Rays. So there are pieces around Christian Yelich, but make no mistake about it, whether or not the Milwaukee Brewers are competitive is going to have to come down to, can Christian Yelich have another magical season like he did in 2018 and before he ended his season in 2019? I think the next five years for Christian Yelich are probably going to be as good as his last two. He is 28 years old. You have his year 28, 29, 30, 31, 32 seasons. Those are his prime years 
years, and he is going to be a member of the Milwaukee Brewers. And I think as long as he is on the Milwaukee Brewers, they have a chance to compete for an NL Central title. And that's all you can ask for, because also the Cubs, they're in question this year. The Cardinals, they kind of drifted at the end of last year. Brewers won 97 games in 2018 and 89 last year, all because of Christian Yelich. They now have nine more years of Christian Yelich. 2018, 36 home runs. 2019, he had 44 home runs. And oh, by the way, I cannot end this podcast without saying Christian Yelich has the sweetest swing in baseball. It is a pure joy to watch. I think the future is looking pretty bright for Christian Yelich. He has $215 million added to his bank account. He is an MVP candidate each and every season moving forward. I, for one, think it is a great thing for baseball for a superstar player like Christian Yelich to choose to stay with the Milwaukee Brewers, the team that made him a household name. Here's to hoping Christian Yelich has many more chances to be a postseason hero for the Milwaukee Brewers. And I'll end on this note. I think there is a distinct possibility in the next nine years, Christian Yelich wins a National League Triple Crown because Yelich is that good of a player. Thank you.